Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Kaj. Did you miss me? Well, I missed all of you. I hope all of you are doing well on this marvelous Saturday. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at kaj.queens. Queens is with a Z. Again, follow me on my Instagram page at kaj.queens with a Z. In today's topic, we'll discuss something that may be challenging for everybody, whether you know it or not which is seasonal depression. You may have experienced seasonal depression and didn't even realize it. I personally know living in the Pacific Northwest, seasonal depression gets very high because we don't get a lot of sunlight, especially during the fall and winter months. I mean, it rains and it rains and it rains. With daylight savings happening, It is very easy to get lethargic because it gets so dark so fast. Back when I was misdiagnosed with depression, I was also diagnosed with seasonal depression, which at 18, I didn't even know was a thing until my psychiatrist, of course, explained that the seasons could impact my depressions even more because of the lack of sunlight and overall dreariness during the winter and fall months. At first, I couldn't identify my symptoms because I didn't even know it was a thing, but now I'm more aware of my symptoms. I think I'm a little bit too aware, honestly. I don't want to take naps during the fall and winter months because I'm afraid I would trigger my depression because when I would be depressed, I would sleep for hours on end. I mean, when I tell you I would sleep, I could sleep for hours and it wouldn't even bother me. But now I'm also aware of when I socially withdraw and the amount of comfort food I eat. I know for a lot of people, their comforts could be Starbucks. But for me, it's the pasta, it's the bread, it's all the bad stuff you're not supposed to have. That may seem small to others, and they may not have to worry about that. But for those of us who do, we know it's very challenging. Even now, I find myself sinking into old habits, and I push myself to find other means to keep myself busy. While writing the script for my podcast for this episode, I was inspired by my seasonal depression to talk about it with you all. As I've said to you all multiple times, I will not talk about things or give advice on situations that I have not personally experienced because I feel as though if you haven't gone through it, you'll never relate to it. But that's just my personal opinion. Now, we're going to jump into some statistics and facts. According to the American Psychiatric Association, seasonal depression may begin at the age of 18 and 30, which makes sense. I told you all I was diagnosed with seasonal depression at 18. So there's proof that it correlates with a fact website. Also, according to the Mayo Clinic, the definition of seasonal depression is a type of depression that is related to changes in the seasons, and it can happen at the same time every year. For most people with seasonal depression, symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months. It can be draining on your energy. You may feel moody. It is also reported that seasonal depression isn't as prominent in the spring or summer. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You got the sunlight. You, you really don't want to sleep. Everybody's at the beach or barbecue. And so it would make sense for it not to be as prominent in the spring or summer. 
but also according to the National Institute of Mental Health, symptoms can last up to four or five months, but not everybody has the same symptoms. Like I said before, mental health is never a one-size-fits-all kind of business. But some of the symptoms include feeling depressed for most of the day or nearly every day, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, having low energy, having problems with sleeping and experiencing changes in your weight or appetite, feeling sluggish or agitated, having difficulty concentrating, feeling helpless, worthless, or guilty for having frequent thoughts of death or suicide, which of course we never want anybody to have. We never want anybody to have those thoughts. But if you have those thoughts, that's not good at all and you really do need to talk with somebody. But also some symptoms for winter are oversleeping, overeating, particularly with craving for carbohydrates. Like I told you guys, I personally just love carbs. I've always loved carbs for all my life. I, I can't help it. But in the wintertime, it's just so easy because it just fills you up. and It's so warm. But that can also cause weight gain. Another symptom is socially withdrawing, which is pretty much, you know, you don't want to be bothered and you just want to sleep. I mean, you would you, obviously all of us would want to go to sleep if you see that it's getting dark at four or five at night and you're used to getting dark at eight. So now you're confused. I'm just saying. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, to be diagnosed with seasonal depression, you must have symptoms of major depression or more specific symptoms. The depressive episodes must occur during specific seasons, during the winter months, or sometimes there are people who have depression in summer months. Just because it's not as well known in the summer months or spring months does not mean it doesn't happen for everybody. As I said before, mental health is not a one-size-fits-all business. This episode must be much more frequent than other depressive episodes. That person may have had at different times during their lifetime. So it has to be more frequent than what most people usually deal with with their depression. There are also some risk factors in having seasonal depression. Unfortunately for us women, yes, us emotional, loving women, we get it more than a man. Men are lucky, I'm just saying. It just seemed like that nothing bothers them. But yes, it's more frequent in us women. Um, it also happens in younger adults than older adults. So, you know, if you're more mature, you don't have to worry about this problem either. There are ways to treat seasonal depression. According to the American Psychiatric Association, one of the ways to treat seasonal depression is light therapy. And I've never heard of this, but, you know, in researching, I find out that light therapy involves sitting in front of a light therapy box that emits a very bright light, but it also filters out the harmful UVA rays. So you're you're getting exposed to bright light, but it's not going to damage you. It usually requires 20 minutes or more per day, typically first thing in the morning, during the winter months, which would make sense. It's kind of like your own personal little sun in your face, just like, hi, I'm here to give you serotonin, you know, wake up, enjoy me, because you're not going to get this outside for right now. But you also have to consistently do it 
so you don't fall back into seasonal depression. It's not a fix-all, but it helps you not fall back into the habits of being really sleepy or being confused because it's dark at 4 and it's usually dark at 8. It's really helpful. Another thing that is useful for seasonal depression, obviously, is antidepressant medications. That you must get through a psychiatrist, okay? I'm not going to prescribe it. Your mom's not going to prescribe it. Your family's not going to prescribe it. You are going to have to go to a psychiatrist to get antidepressant medications. Or you could also talk to a therapist. Sometimes it's a combination of things depending on the person and the situation. Like I said, mental health is not a one-size-fits-all. Of course, please check on your loved ones that may be suffering from seasonal depression. But most important, make sure that you yourself are okay. Think about all the symptoms that I said. And if it lines up or you think you might have a few, talk with a psychiatrist. Let your psychiatrist know that, hey, I may have seasonal depression. I heard Kay's podcast and, you know, I just want to know what to do for seasonal depression. I have it. It's very prominent, unfortunately, but we all can look forward to the spring and summer months. And as always, we're going to take our three deep breaths. Ready? And as always, I'll holla. See you guys next time.